The Who and How Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. We want to say thank you to BetterHelp for not only sponsoring today's episode, but also for sponsoring the show as a whole. As you all know, I've been sharing my journey to therapy through not only these episodes of the show, but also through my various social media platforms for the past few years. Based on the conversations that I've had and the people who have reached out, I know that a lot of you have been wanting to start your journey to therapy, similar to how I have. Now, BetterHelp is a great way to start. If you're asking what BetterHelp is, let me tell you. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. From then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or even video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. So with BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. You could get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com when you use promo code WHOHOW. So that's BetterHelp.com slash WHOHOW. Once again, BetterHelp.com slash WHOHOW. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, what's going on, folks? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, club members alike. How are you doing? Would you agree that this year has gone by way too fast, way too swiftly, way too quickly? In just a couple months, we're going to be into a new year. And uh, I feel like as you mature and as you get older, time just, it's fleeting. It just comes and goes. You know what I mean? Um, but even during this, uh, this time frame that we're in, this time structure, I pray that you're doing well, that you're staying focused, removing all the dramas from your life, <laughs> um, getting into your creativity bag and really pursuing the things that you want to pursue and the things that bring you joy, uh, in your soul and in your stomach. I tend to say that happiness for me, is a bit temporary, but joy is everlasting. And you want to do things and aim for things that bring you joy. You know, enter this uh, platform, this podcast, the Who and How Club that um, I created out of just a thought. Speaking with all of you, projecting my voice, uh, looking at the wall, pretending that you're all sitting in front of me like a live studio audience brings me joy. Um, Even though I know you're not with me here in the flesh, I know that you're here with me uh, spiritually and air wavily, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to hear this and you're going to be shaking your head yes or no to some of the things that are said and expressed on this platform. And that's okay. You don't have to agree with everything. You don't have to like everything. Um But if you choose to listen, I do appreciate you and uh, appreciate the ongoing support. Now, we're in a stage right now in a state where the weather is changing. So a lot of people are getting sick. My throat's a bit itchy. My eyes are a bit puffy. Uh, This is like 
we're going into the winter season and the weather doesn't know what it wants to be. So it's very up and down right now. Uh, one second it's warm, one second it's cold. You don't know how to dress. And uh, yeah, you could get sick really, really easily. My allergies are acting up as well. I don't have any, I'm not allergic to anything specific outside of like just nature. <laughs> when the, when this adjustment happens throughout the year, I'm I'm done, man. Eyes are red and everything, sneezing up a storm. Like I said, throat's itchy, and I might get a little sick. I get sick about once a year um, through these transitions. So either way, we're feeling good, right? I want you to repeat after me. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to throw me off my game. Nothing's going to distract me or make me feel lesser than. I know who I am. I am a creator. I have ideas, I am valued, I value myself, and I don't seek validation from anyone else outside of myself and those who love me, those who really care about me. I just wanted to start off with that little message. I don't know where it came from. I'm not going through anything at this moment to trigger these words, but something told me to share this with you today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, club members. Um... I just want to want to be the reminder for you that you can overcome things, you know. Going back to the happiness is sort of temporary. So are challenges. So is anger. So is sadness. It won't be forever. It doesn't have to be forever. You know what I mean? It's up to us to allow those things to last in our lives or not. Um, so thank the universe we have that control to, uh, yeah, to kind of manage that peace. Um, so yeah, I just want to share that with you and remind you all once again, thank you for supporting the platform. First of all, uh, last week or last episode, anyway, we released part one, uh, to our latest series and event coverage of fan expo Canada, um, that took place, um, at the metropolitan uh, convention center downtown to at in downtown Toronto. Thanks to, uh, the Canadian podcast awards and us working under that banner during that, uh, that weekend and that, that, uh, expo. So we're truly grateful to be present. I don't know how much more I can express my gratitude for that experience. Um, today we have part two of those interactions that occurred at the event. So I want to just lead you all in because today we get a bit more in depth with some of the people that I got a chance to run into and speak with. It was all fun and games, but I also got a chance to speak with some fellow creators um, within the podcast and radio realm. And uh, I think the, the, the things shared in these conversations can definitely inspire and bring you some sort of um, inspiration, uh, not inspiration, but just knowledge and understanding of how things go within this realm that I occupy uh, a space within. Um, if you didn't get a chance yet, go and read our movie review of The Equalizer 3, um, the threequel. Go on our uh, website, whohowclub.com slash blog, and you'll get a chance to see uh all of our, our our reviews, whether it's over music, um, certain certain you know poems, 
or articles that have been written as well as movie reviews. Um, so if you go to our website under the blog section, you'll see, but I will leave the link directly to that movie review in the description of today's episode so that you could just click directly to that. Um, so there'll be a lot of links in the description and I hope you were able to connect with the people that we spoke with in part one of this fan expo series that we're releasing. So enjoy part two, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, club members alike. Um, go and read our movie review on the equalizer three and enjoy part two of, uh, of today's episode. All right, we'll check in. We have three parts to the series. Um, so enjoy part two and look out for the announcement for part three. Shout out the Canadian Podcast Awards as well as Fan Expo Canada. And uh, I love you all. Stay inspired, stay true, stay honest, stay open, and uh, be fearless in everything that you do. And we'll check in in a week. All right? One. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It is your boy, Aristay Jean, checking in once again. Uh, you know the slogan, you are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club, and we are the Who's and How's of this world. Without you, without me. Hi, good morning. <laughs> without you, without me, there is no we. Um, so while we're here, let's just communicate. Let's pick each other's brains. Let's have fun. Let's uh, attend some crazy uh, events together while we explore and enjoy the things we love most like movies, TV shows, comic books, all that stuff, all that beautiful stuff. We got Omni-Man walking. Omni-Man, can you make an appearance on my live? Come here, come here, come here. Your costume is really dope. I don't know if any of you watch the show Invincible, but this is Omni-Man, his father. How's everyone doing out there? Talk to the people, man. You wanna join? I just wanna warn everyone that uh, they should probably take shelter. The uh, world may not be where is left? <laughs> Just, uh, you know, drink plenty of water. Are you ready for season two? I'm ready. I may make a return. I haven't decided yet. Well, I'm praying that you Just do. a little pit stop here from Viltramite. 1,000%. Season two should be coming out soon. Uh, this is one of my favorite shows out right now, but they're taking forever for the new season to start. <laughs> He's new to the planet. He's new to the planet. All right, I got to go. Cheers. Thank you, Omni-Man. Um, so if you don't know uh, the show Invincible, look it up. Uh, we just spoke with Omni-Man, who's actually played by J.K. Simmons, um, one of the legends in the acting game, acting realm. You know him as, uh, uh, right now, you know him as Commissioner Gordon in the DC-verse, in Snyder's DC-verse, but we've known him from Law & Order, Oz, you know, dating back he's a legend so he voices omni-man on the cartoon right now and i just saw someone's cosplay that i think is like top notch so either way you are here with me i'm at the final day of fan expo 2023 so i'm just grateful to be here thank you to everyone who continue to support the movement uh you know the club is exclusive but it's inclusive at the same time so i just want to send a special shout out to all the club members the Who and How Club focuses on who you are and how you became the who that you are today. So, you know, I love having conversations with creators and fellow artists alike and all of that jazz, but I really also enjoy uh, speaking with the everyday person. And if you're an everyday pupil, individual, 
body, being, however you refer to yourself as, I'd love to speak with you. So shout out to all of you that's tuning in on the live. I know it's still early. It's a Sunday morning. You're probably not even fully recovered from last night. But I am here and we are capturing the event. Now, yesterday was day one and I had uh, some really great conversations. Um, met some really dope people, made some connections. And today we're going to see how things go. I'm here until 1 p.m. So shout out to the Canadian Podcast Awards for having the Who and How Club just be present. I'm on a different table today and I'm really happy because yesterday's table felt a bit congested uh, because it's more length. Uh, how do we say it? Is it horizontal? <laughs> it was a horizontal table today. I got the vertical table, so I'm grateful. Um, yeah, how are all of you feeling? If you went to Fan Expo 2023 this year, if you went to Comic-Con, if you went to PodCamp, I want to hear from you because we mostly touched base uh, or ran into each other. You saw me on my platform there. So either way, shout out to all of you. I'm going to check out. Uh, it's been a great event so far. And uh, we'll talk in a few. All right? Love you. Love you. Oh, yeah, it's getting noisy today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Who and How Club. I'm going to check in with all of you right now. Uh, I got some wonderful guests uh, to my left right now, and we're going to touch base with them. They're uh, fellow creators. They have a booth set up right next to me, and I'm excited uh, for them to touch base with me and touch base with all of the club members because their show really focuses on something that means so dear to my heart, and I'm excited to speak with them about about uh, what their show focuses on. So, sir, if you want to introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, yeah, my name's, uh, my name's Reed. And I'm Richard. And these folks are the cast and hosts of Dr. DC. And uh, their show focuses on all things DC. Am I correct? Yeah, we talk about DC Comics. We answer listener questions. Our, our big thing is just trying to make comics uh, not daunting for people, you know? Yeah, more accessible, more available for everybody to really get into because we think comics are for everybody. I agree. Why DC? I just grew up on it. I, I got uh, a bunch of hand-me-down comics from my dad, and all the stuff I got was DC, like Flash and Superman and stuff like that. So it just got to me first. Yes. How about you? I mean, honestly, uh, he and I met, and he wanted to start a podcast. And so he reached out to me and was like, hey, let's try to do a podcast together. And I had been sort of collecting little bits. Like, I was more Marvel at the time, honestly. And then uh, over the course of uh, the last six years, I sort of became a mega fan. And then he and I bought a, somebody's giant comic collection a few years ago. And through that, I think I've just, like, gotten so deep. But we do a thing every year where we test our uh, my knowledge about DC. And unfortunately, I'm really passing the test at this point. I'm doing a really good job. Yeah, you're fully in. You're you're one of us now. You're yeah, I know. I know. I keep making fun of you, but I'm starting to now realize it's my, myself yeah. too. Yeah. I think the best stories for people who got into comics or get into comics are when it's either passed down by a parent yeah. Yeah. or you just found it laying around the house when you were a kid, like totally, an action yeah. comic or a detective comics. Uh, like my mom, she was really into comics, and she got into it. She got me into it. She taught me, she taught me about Wolverine and the X Men. The X Men was really my first, my mainstay. Oh, that's great. Because that's what I was introduced to. But once Batman, Batman became my life. You know, sure. like I have the tattoo, I have the symbol on my yeah. chest, and I was telling you guys this. So, 
I, when I saw your guys' platform, I'm like, I wonder what they speak about. What are those discussions? <laughs> like, especially with all the movement happening right now with the transition from Snyderverse to uh, James Gunn. It's the most hopeful I've been for DC in a really long time. I mean, we've seen so much over the last six years. We've seen so much change. And I think, like, I've been so much more hopeful, I think, because I think James Gunn's a great choice for that. But you're also seeing things like a lot more like LGBT inclusion. You're seeing a lot more diversity within DC. Like, I think DC's really like going to a new page that like feels like they're open for everybody. And, and we're seeing stories that we don't normally do. We get creators that haven't normally gotten an opportunity to tell stories. And, and a big thing for me is just getting to see characters that that aren't Batman. I mean, we love Batman. They're going to always make Batman, though. That's not, like, a risk. But the bigger risk is seeing a character like Hawkgirl or Metamorpho or, like, some of those other casting things that we've already heard from the James Gunn stuff. So I'm excited about all of that. Where do you think, every like, things went wrong on the Snyder side? Like, we know he suffered a loss, and I don't know if that played a huge role, but where, where do you think things went down on the Snyder side of things? I, 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 think, I think the problem, well, I mean, there's a, a few problems. The problem was trying to catch up to Marvel trying to cram like what they did in five movies into like two. The comparison. The comparing. The comparison. And I think truly the problem was only having kind of one big voice, you know? Um, Marvel has found a formula that works. I love those movies, but they have a real consistent voice. But, but it's I, also a much I, broader voice. I think. But the thing I think with the, Marvel is like it's it's, yeah. it's it's more it's it's a lot more like for families. Yeah. And, and I think Snyder's wasn't really set for that. So it's such a specific voice. Yeah. And it's a very very specific sort of message. But even up till now, as soon as DC basically let directors kind of have their own voice, like that first Shazam movie or Birds of Prey or Aquaman is so different. Like as soon as they you got to see a little like more voices in the room and like different kind of approaches those movies got a lot more enjoyable right so i think uh i think that's a that's a big key to it you know james gunn's going to be at the helm there'll be some consistency but i think he also likes to embrace other people's voices and stuff like that that's that's my hope anyway. well, and and people didn't know to edit Snyder I think a big problem with Snyder is that they just opened the door for him and then you obviously opened it up to a fan base that wanted even less editing from Snyder so yeah. I think that I, I, we like Snyder and you especially I mean Reed here likes I, Snyder more than I do for sure I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his style and, and stuff like I, I'm, I'm into it but I, I think my problem is that if, if, you, if you're a director and you think everything that you shot, if you think everything on film is worth putting in the movie, that's, that's just not true, you know? <laughs> I think he's an artist's artist. And I think, I don't know if you all saw the trailer for Rebel Moon, his did, next yeah. project, yeah. which looks... It, to the average eye and to the average person, they don't know what the hell is going on in this yeah. trailer. But yeah. I've been reading on this Rebel Moon for a sure, while, yeah, so yeah. I'm hoping... It, it meets my expectations visually and substance like substance wise you know because he deserves a win totally. after his loss after this transition he deserves his own thing I'll, I'll, I'll say I, I loved Army of the Dead I thought that was like a big I thought that was like a big cool one the Rebel Moon trailer the thing I've been saying to uh, some of uh, my friends about it is it looks like the most Snyder movie ever like I'm 100% gonna go see it it has all that crazy visual visual stuff but it also looks it also looks like it's 30 ideas crammed into one movie yeah <laughs> can I ask you a question I, I'm curious if there was I mean you're a big Batman fan if there was a Batman story that hasn't been told yet like in movies what would the one that you'd want to see is 
in a in a, in a live action yeah, film, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say Killing Joke would be dope. Sure, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I I still want them to redo like The Dark Knight Returns in year one, even though like um, uh, uh. What the? F- uh, sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what's the what's the guy? What's uh, the di- the Nolan verse? Sorry. Yeah, 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 even yeah. though they took elements of that, and even with the Batman versus Superman, Snyder took elements. It wasn't a direct, like like Snyder. You gave us Watchmen. Yeah. Why not give us? Why not do your Batman versus Superman movie? off oh, the page yeah. too just like you did Watchmen right. like I was so excited for Batman versus Superman but I think we all were uh, it, you know we were a bit disappointed because it didn't it took some elements but it didn't really capture that that Dark Knight Returns vibe the only time you want to see Batman versus Superman is within that story a thousand right. percent right 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 fast right. forward to the future give us a gristle a yes. gristled Batman you know like sure I don't know. I, I I feel like they haven't done Batman justice, and I'm not a fan of the new The Batman. No, personally, yeah. really. I oh, think yeah. there talk are some, to me. There are some really good pieces of that. I think it's really well shot. I love seeing Batman be kind of stupid. So I like when he gets like not like when they when he smashes into the thing and flies. That was really funny. I think that the the it was it did the thing that honestly Ben Affleck's Batman did so well, which is like make him actually kind of scary in the beginning. Yeah. Like that that intro shot, I would watch it for that. Yeah, but, that, that opening where everyone's looking up in the sky and everyone's scared because out of what shadow is Batman going to come? Like, that's such a comic thing. And that's and that's the way that you make one guy into, like, a superhero, right? Like, the, the myth, right? The yeah. symbol of Batman is the thing that's putting fear in it. Like, I think they did a good job of that. I'll say my personal uh-huh. thing is I want superhero movies to be, like, 18% dumber. Like, this, is your, this is your personal I, quest. Here's yeah, the yeah. thing. When The Dark Knight came out, I was like... This is the greatest movie that's ever come out. I loved how airtight it was. But I'm a little bit sick now of movies trying to outsmart me, like trying to prove they thought of everything. Like, I would much rather have movies with a couple of plot holes that are just, like, fun. And the thing that I I appreciate about something like The Suicide Squad or even Aquaman or something is, like, just make a big, colorful, slightly dumb movie that still has heart and some characters and stuff that I'm there all the time if it's, you do it's that it's been a problem I've had with comic book movies for a long time which is that I think that a lot of people that uh, for and I think we've gotten better now but for a long time a lot of people that made comic book movies were thought they were kind of dumb and like comic books yeah. were dumb and it's like let's embrace the fact that it's cool like rather than trying to hide the stuff or or how would this really work in the real world let it be a little bit silly let it imagine a world where these things can be fantastical rather than trying to hide it all behind well in the real world this would be like this we love i i, I do love the nolan verse and, and i think yeah. like that's an important thing that exists but it exists already so let's now like try to embrace what it could be and allow for the really fun crazy stuff to exist and totally. also the real stuff can exist too what yeah, was exactly. what was out of all the comic book movies yeah whether dc or marvel which one do you feel was the most like realistic like oh yeah this could happen in real life Oh, I mean, obviously the Nolan verse is the, probably the closest, I think. I mean, there's still fantastical elements and stuff, but one of my favorite Marvel movies, Winter Soldier, you know, like, obviously the the plot is about helicarriers, which aren't real. But, but the like, theme is but not that. But it's like a spy movie, and yes, like it yes, has all that yes. kind of espionage. The action's great. That was You know, fun. like, Winter Soldier is like a top-tier Marvel movie for me, that. so that, that's I way up there. That. 
I yeah. agree with that. What about the early, early like before the MCU was created? Sure. What about I mean, those we watched old the ones? Phantom the other day. That was really funny. The, fa- the Phantom. Oh, Billy Zane, right? Yeah, yeah. Phantom's kind I never of a got crazy a chance one. To, I it's never an got insane movie. We do a commentary track on it, and that movie is bug nuts crazy, but it's so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, I have a kind of weird, shameful love for the Affleck Daredevil. Sure. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm sort of into that For one. Sure. At the yeah. end of the day, I love I miss Affleck. that era. Affleck's yeah. great. He's he's honestly such a big comic book fan. He's such a big like superhero fan. I think it was so funny that that uh, that he ended up that like uh, the other Matt Damon became the like Jason Bourne guy because Affleck was the guy that wanted to be the superhero. He was the one who wanted to be the action star. Yeah, yeah. And so it's funny that the way their two careers sort of went. One became self serious. The other one got to do more of the like action Hollywood movie star kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. So guys, I'm gonna. I want us to talk again before the day's sure, over. Yeah. So let's do another check-in. But how are you guys liking the event so far? We're having a great time. I mean, you know, we flew in from the Yukon and, you know, we've uh, we've had a great time, like, meeting podcasters and stuff. Like, not just meeting our own fans, which has been lovely, but meeting other podcasters and talking to people because I think we've always felt, like, slightly outside the bubble because we don't get to be in person and get that kind of FaceTime all the time. But this has been such a fun weekend, you know, meeting people and chatting and trading notes and meeting our fans and doing some live shows. It's just, it's been, like, a real, like... It's reinvigorating Energetic kind of weekend. Yeah. We've been doing this for six years, almost seven now at this point, and uh, we, we love it. And, and getting to do so much... I mean, that's the great thing about the internet and great thing about fan culture in general is that you can connect with people across the world about these weird things that you like. But... Being able to do this con allows us to actually like interact and see the real people behind these things and like really get to like experience this culture, like the fan culture and things like that in person is such a completely different experience. Like if you if anybody hasn't done a con or anything like that, like I really recommend trying to check it out just because the weird small thing that you probably like, you're gonna find somebody else and then make like friends in person is such like a different experience. Yeah. As long as you don't find someone that's so uh I don't know, these young people, man, they're so anxiety driven. Like even <laughs> when they come to cons, it's like, no, don't talk to me. But they're here. It's like we're in we're we're around a sea of people. They're Absolutely. gonna try to make a connection, you know? Yeah, like, it's yeah. the best thing you can no, do. With no these judgment, things. but no. I'm just saying, like, what the fuck? The, <laughs> the things that are, like, one how thing are that, you afraid to speak with someone, but you're at a fucking con? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Come you're here to talk to wait, people, right? Just wake up, man. But I, I think that I always say to people, and a thing that he and I have both done, which yeah. is if you can volunteer, be yes. participate in a con, like uh, uh, run a run a booth, do a, do some sort of thing where you can actually participate be in involved, the creating. Get involved, yeah. Like that's the way that's the way to really be part of a, a group. It's one thing to be an, a, a fan of something from the outside, but I always recommend be a fan from the inside. Yeah. Do start your website, start a podcast, help out of con. Like that's the way that you participate in fandom. Totally couldn't agree with you more. And guys, you have to. I'm holding this. I'm holding this to you. I want to be a guest. You are. Your you're gonna oh, be. Hell yeah. Because I could already tell the way our banter yeah. and the talks about movies and comics and stuff. Yeah, we, we could get into it. Oh, Let's hell do yeah. it. Let the people know how to find you uh, and your platform. Yeah, so we're the Dr. DC Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and uh, on our website, drdcpodcast.com. All right. And uh, you want to give your personal IG? Yeah, or so I'm like at the Northern Canadian on Instagram. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Reed Vanier, R E I D V A N I E R. 
Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the slogan. You are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club. And we are the Who's and How's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. So while we're here together, let's talk sh- Let's talk shop. Let's talk shit. Let's talk about movies, TV, shows, comics, whatever, whatever you're a fan of. That's what this weekend represents. We want to send a special shout-out to all of our club members listening in and uh, supporting. And a shout-out to my fellow creators as well because we're gang-ganged up. This Hell is the yeah. community. This is how Hell we yeah. roll. We support one another and uh, we shed light on each other's platforms and we continue the conversation. Yeah, yeah man. Be a fan out loud. 1,000. All right? Love you all. Cheers. Cheers. Light. Cheers. Light. Cheers. Light. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Beautiful. So I'm checking in once again. I'm still here at Fan Expo. Uh, We're meeting a lot of dope people, dope individuals from the field, uh, whether it's in radio, podcasting, or just fan, you know, uh, movie lovers, comic book lovers. We got a lot of cosplay going on, and we're just having fun. Um, Today, I got a really dope individual to my left he already has really dope energy and i'm feeding off of it right now and he uh comes from the radio background so i'm excited to have a conversation with him introduce yourself to the people sir yeah what's going on man yeah of course you talked to energy that's what's what's up man top 40 radio that's where i kind of cut my teeth uh actually took journalism and spent about uh 10 years in the business full time uh at david parr radio if you want to hit me up on the socials at david parr radio and then i got some youtube stuff uh, popping off it's the Indo nerd so yeah I appreciate you being here and having a conversation with me sir and you're the first person to have direct contact eye contact with me during these conversations so I know <laughs> you're in radio yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I know you got that vibe and you understand how this goes so yeah. just talk to the people about how your experience with the event has been so far is this day one for you uh, no so this is the first time that I haven't been here for four days I showed up on the Friday uh, we were here yesterday Saturday and then uh, Sunday right so three days um, I've been coming as media for almost, uh, I want to say seven years. Yeah, so they hit us up, you know, we show them some love, uh, promote the event in advance, and then uh, we do some sound bites here, much like you're doing, uh, either with celebrities or just anybody that wants to talk. And then we'll air it uh, in September and what have you. Yeah, so big shout out to Fan Expo, and uh, you guys are doing big things here, it seems, too. I appreciate that. So what's it, what, I mean, if you were to compare, you know, what, what, what's different about this year versus, like, other years that you've attended and covered and stuff like that? Because we're two years out of the pandemic, so, of course, last year was year one, but this year seems a bit like, you know, what do, what do you think? How would you compare? I'll tell you something, man. I've learned one thing, being in radio, that uh, don't filter yourself, so I'm going to be real with it. Um... It's a little underwhelming this year, um, and I, again, not to dan- give, take anything away from Fan Expo or uh, Touchwood Entertainment, but uh, the reason I say that is primarily because of the strike as well, right? Yes, so celebrities yes. can dance around stuff, or they just don't even talk about past projects. They just talk about their own personal lives. There's that element, and then also just the, the guest list in general. I mean, you got Karate Kid in the building, you got some of the anime stuff, but the big thing I think that's missing especially from the hall that we're in the south, is the video game component. Yeah, so you don't have much games and, uh, yo, Nintendo. Good you observation, Nintendo? good observation, because <laughs> I, I haven't seen any of that either. And I'm a video, I'm a game head, and there's no video game aspect. Well, there's some booths, but they're not, they don't have the real estate that they used to, right? Um, and like I said, Fan Expo is doing big things. They're promoting it. They're doing what they want to do. It's what I like to say, the arbiter of pop culture conventions here in Canada. So they're still top dog. 
And uh, compared to other years, though, you know, like I said, they've had Jillian Anderson, Mike Tyson, Hulk Hogan. Everybody has their own fandom, and maybe I'm just kind of biased in my own little. I way, saw huh? Danny Trejo couldn't make it. Yeah. And then I also the biggest, honestly, I'm not. I don't come to these to indulge. I like to have the mystique. I don't want to see my idols in person, to be honest. But when I walked by, like in the in the other hall yesterday, I saw that Frank Miller was here. Yeah. I didn't get to see him in the flesh. I didn't want to. But that's the biggest name I saw. Who else are we? Who who else is here this this year? Uh, are you talking comic creators or what? Uh, no, com comic creators, right? Uh, illustrators, or even just big names in Hollywood. Like who's here? Because I haven't had any rumbles about it. Oh, but. okay. So I mean, Ralph Macchio, Karate Kid, right? That's I think that's number one for a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of voice actors. I'm not into anime, but there's a lot of big anime people in the building as well. Uh, in terms of, like, if you're talking Hollywood, there are some other ones up there that can't... Oh, Zachary Levi from uh, Shazam. Oh, he's here. Okay. Yeah. Is he Canadian? No, he's American. He's not a Canadian. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, but, the, the movie was shot in Canada. You're right. Yeah. He talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said he was freezing his genovat off, right? Wow, wow, yeah. wow. But no, the reason he's great is... Uh, he's down to earth. He's not a quote-unquote celebrity. So. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we want our celebrities to like... I think there's a... Especially when it comes to events like these, you kind of like, okay, they're our stars, and there's no human aspect to it. Yeah. So I don't know if the lack of speaking about certain things have humanized the people that are here, like the big actors, because they can't talk about projects. They can't, the writer's strike, whatever. What do you feel about that? Do you think that like, they're a bit more humanized this time around because of that stuff? Or you're more like, fuck, we just want to hear the good shit. Like, give us what you got going on. You know? No, I think you actually nailed it on the head because uh, Ralph Macchio, we were in the Karate Kid panel. He's just talking about life and he's talking about his kid. His kid's a part of the New York Islanders NHL team, right? Yeah, so it's cool learning about those things. I mean, we can hear about Karate Kid, all we want, just watch a YouTube video and all that good stuff. Everybody's spoken to them about Karate Kid. And one more thing to add to that is, for example, the Goonies were here last year. One of the things they said was, you know how many times you've been asked that question? Right? So, yeah. That's a yeah. perspective, right? Yeah. No one thinks about that. But, yeah, that's what, you, I mean, you sign up for that, you know, when you become some sort of star or you become a part of someone's childhood. You're going to get people asking you the same same question over and over and you got to kind of keep your composure yep. but it's cool that they got an opportunity like uh the gentleman from cobra kai to speak about like their lives his life and his child and stuff like that so it's a double-edged sword i guess because us as fans we're not coming here for that 100%. we could we could just read your tweets or something or look up your bio yeah. for that i want to know what you're working on this true thing, right true. Yeah. yeah so what about uh radio where are you at with radio right now? What are your thoughts on radio and podcasting and this transition piece that we're in right now? Yeah, so for radio, I think uh, the period where there was a lot of uncertainty was back in uh, when I left the business full-time in 2017. Uh, that's when satellite radio was on the come-up and whatnot, and we thought, okay, are we going to start seeing a lot of stations close and just it's all going to be digital and whatnot? But you kind of had to see where you wanted to be, right? And I talked to you guys off-air. I said... Uh, the thing with radio is, and you see it with the big companies, uh, the Rogers, uh, the Bells and whatnot, uh, there's no job stability sometimes. So th there'll be like a firing and then a mass layoff, I should say, uh, Canada wide, and then it'll happen again five years down the road, right? It'll be chill for five years. Um, but if you want to work in the business and you can kind of stomach that, if you will, and also financially, not just psychologically, then you're good, right? You, you, you'll, you'll succeed in any format of radio that you choose, whether it's sports or top 40 
uh, music like I did specifically, right? Yeah. Playing the Justin Bieber's and the Drake's and all that, and then yeah. doing your talk breaks in between, right? Yeah. Uh, podcasting, it's a unique subject, but one thing I have to say about podcasting is um, what I have to say about that is there's too many of them. And one's We're saturated. Like, yeah, exactly. So one's like yours where you're being here, you're, you have a presence here, whether you're paying to be here, whatever the case might be. That's how you separate yourself from the pack. I learned one thing from a, uh, a well-renowned uh, journalist. So it was Ken Peters from the Hamilton Spectator, a newspaper. He said to me, yo, everyone's got their arms around this uh, CFL quarterback and they're asking about his leg injury and not being able to play in the big game. I, or no, it wasn't an injury, excuse me. They were talking about him being a little sick or something like that. He goes, what I did was I separated him from the pack. So I got him away from everybody after all the media scrum was done. And I found out he had an Achilles injury. And I got the scoop on it. So the reason I say that is, it's like what you guys are doing. The Sonar Network or whoever and you guys as well. Uh, the Who and How Club. You got to separate yourselves from all the, uh, well, you use a cuss word. So I'm all about cuss yeah. words myself. Cussing. The bullshit that's bullshit. out there for uh, podcasts, right? And I think that's where a lot of people lost interest. So... They'll gravitate towards their favorite, say it's the Ghostbusters, say it's the Indiana Jones and all that. But then there's just too many. You know what I mean? Yes. And you got to find out how to cater to the up. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's the two uh, genres in a nutshell, man. Well, I appreciate you sharing your perspective, my brother. Yeah. I think it was great. But let's connect offline as well so that maybe yep. you could come on the show and we could speak more in depth. Up, Not only about your experience and your history, because I'm sure I could learn from you, Thanks, but yeah, also yeah. about your perspective on things now and moving forward. Because yep. I think we need to have these discussions yep. to, yep. to kind of weed, like you said. Like It's all about substance. Yep. It's all about the, the actual... like. The things that matter. Forget about the oversaturation and all of that. Find your niche. Find the, the something that really will speak to people yeah. and make that the focus. Fuck all the other noise yeah, going on man. in the background because yeah. that's just going to disappear in a year or less than that in a few months anyway. Yeah. But we're here to stay, right? That's right, just man. Like that's you. how you got to be. Any other, any final like positive words you want to share with the people, whether they're pursuing radio, podcasting, um, any, any positive messages you want to leave with them? Yeah, like, you know, like just the cliche stick with it but it's true stick with it but the thing is like build the proper connects and when you get the proper connect that gets you the in just remember who got you in you know stay humble and all that right and don't let that get to your head but again just stay humble remember that connect that got you in and make sure you stay on point so as soon as you start slacking you know if, if, if you're like me you bring a high energy to the radio and i had people tell me oh i was like an offshoot of this guy or that guy you know, you kind of sound like, hey, maybe you should get your own style. I didn't give a care what they said, man. I did my own thing. I remember the guy that brought me in, and I still got my opportunities when I want them. So, you know, like, just like you said, just fuck all the noise, do your thing. And just remember the person that got you in, stay humble, right? And for podcasts, I think support the podcasters that are doing big things or thinking outside the box. And especially if they're working hard and getting interviews with people, um, it's worth you paying for it or keeping the listenership and just supporting them you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. well said my brother ladies and gentlemen boys and girls club members alike we appreciate all of your support thank you for uh just thank you for being with us man thank you for being a part of these conversations with everyone that i've spoken with so far there's clearly depth depth still exists all right so let's spread the love and let's uh vibe out right that's one. Right, man. 100. 100. One. 100. One. One. One.